everyone. Tim Wright here along with Dr. Michael Green for another episode of the Wonder of Parenting podcast, a brain science approach to parenting. And um, we've got a great question today. And this is, uh, I'm going to say it, that this may sound a little sexist maybe, but this is a guy's question because we're talking about butts. And uh, little boys and butts, I don't know what it is about little boys and butts, but this is the question today. And uh, so we're, we're kind of looking forward to, to diving into this question uh, because it's an important one as well. Um, before we do that, we, we do want to, uh, as always, give a shout out to our sponsors because of them, we're able to come to you week after week. And uh, Michael, tell us a little bit about the Forge School. Yep. 14, boys, 14 to 17, residential treatment. Really wonderful school in Benton, Tennessee, uh, just outside of Chattanooga, just north of Atlanta. Uh, 55 acres right along the river. Great facility. Things like rope courses, you know, all the adventure therapy and all the adventure work. And then they they have their own attachment model that is really great. They work with boys who are having trouble. Um, you know, they come live there. It's a residential. Boys who are having trouble in other schools, who are having trouble in their lives. And um, they also are, are boy-friendly and, and that I consult with them and we use all the Gurian strategies there. So um, go to wonderparenting.com if you know of any boy, teen, male, 14 to 17, who's having issues and the Forge School appears there. We also want to give a shout out to our good friend, Greg Jantz, and the great work he's doing up there with uh, the folks who work with him at the Center of Place of Hope. And uh, it's in the Seattle area, and one of the top clinics in the nation for treating uh, things like depression, anxiety, and other issues. And if you ever are in a situation where you really need that kind of help or someone you love needs that kind of help, we hope that you'll try out the Center. Wonderofparenting.com, wonderofparenting.com, and you'll find a link to the Center, A Place of Hope. Um, Michael, did you ever hear about the, uh, the book called Under the Bleachers? Mm, okay, I've heard the name. All right, it was written by a guy named Seymour Butts. Okay. <laughs> is that so, our joke for the day? So, so this is going to be the sort of show we've got today, Poor right? Seymour, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're, we're reading a question, and, um, you know, this is, it, it's kind of a fun question just because it's about butts, but it's also a very serious question for a mom who's concerned about her son. And then there's some other things involved here as well. And uh, so while we're going to have some fun with it, it is an important question, and, um, and we, we do promise to, uh, to take it seriously as we do with all of your questions. Uh, so this, is, this was on our Facebook page, and we, uh, we do have this private Facebook group where you can join. You just uh, do a search on Wonder Parenting, hit join, and then we'll let you in. And then it's a chance for you to interact with other parents. You can ask questions. You can give insights. And... Uh, once in a while, I'll go on there. Uh, well, I always go on there, but and I will pick out some questions that seem to have a lot of energy. And this one was a good one uh, because I know that a lot of parents are concerned about this, and yet it's such typical behavior, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here we go. And this is from a mom. I hesitated in posting because, frankly, it's embarrassing. But I like this group because it's private, for one, and not filled with gossipy people in my town. <laughs> But other good-intentioned parents like me just seeking advice or encouragement, and, she, and that's why she's joined the group. My sitter, babysitter, just texted me that my five-year-old son was taking pictures of other kids' butts at the sitter's house. I didn't even know he took his little kid camera that he just got for Christmas. This sitter is in an in-home person uh, and who only has six kids max, including mine. She's been really great, and the other kids there are great, 
Just wanted to add that background. But this is disturbing me. I know kids about this age start getting curious about bodies. I've caught our son trying to take similar inappropriate pictures at home of his sister, who's three. I sternly and clearly told him that this was not okay, and we don't take pictures like that of anyone. So he's been told. He knows it's inappropriate. The sitter even said he was asking the other kids at the house today to pull down their pants so he'd get pictures of their butts. Now, I don't know what to do besides talk to my son and reprimand him, remind him when he makes poor choice. But I often get frustrated because I, as a child and person, still am by nature someone who doesn't like to get in trouble. I recall very few instances of being in trouble as a kid. My husband is the same way. So now what do we do with a child who clearly likes to push the limits and will choose to do things he knows are wrong? It's like he doesn't care about getting us in, getting in trouble. I just want to raise a kind and thoughtful and responsible person. Any thoughts? And uh, so, again, uh, this is a really good question uh, that parents are struggling. Probably all parents struggle with this in some way, shape, or form. But this one sounds a little bit unique to me as I read this question. So, Michael, uh, what are your first thoughts? Mm. Well, it's like there are two two really interesting things going on. The one is the one we're making fun of and about about butts, and we're not making fun of this family, but just that we were boys and mm-hmm. and and farts and butts and you know anyone who is raising a bunch of sons, the farts thing they'll recognize too. You know how guys love farts and 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 very often women just shake their heads. So there's that part. There's the part of it that's the you know the normal uh, that may be normal. I'll make some points, but that may be normal stuff. Then there's the other part of it, and this may be normal for this boy, but it's the defiance part, the mm-hmm. thing where she's talking about, okay, what we're starting to see is his personality type, and what do we do with this personality type? So the first one the first one is, um, I want to just always say, very important, that if the parents suspect that his interest in body parts has anything to do with um, sexual abuse or anything that's happened mm-hmm. to him or um uh and some kind of modeling maybe uh you know did he see so so the sex sexual abuse is its own thing i mean she's not seeming to indicate that this seems like normal curiosity but but i got to say that that's very important um if you suspect anything get help right away to see if something happened there um and then the the has someone modeled it has the son seen the parents naked, which there's nothing wrong with that. Nakedness is nothing wrong with nudity, but that gave, sorry, and that gave him an interest in this. And is there something going on there where like, is he still bathing with the parents or and everyone's nude and, and he's gotten to the age where maybe he shouldn't be bathing with them anymore? You know, look at something like that. It's possible. Um, uh, then the third thing that comes immediately on this piece is the technology itself. Um, take probably want to just take this technology away from him, uh, you know, just so that this doesn't happen. This particular thing doesn't happen. He can't take pictures if he doesn't have a phone or this little camera, and he just loses it for a month. And that's, you know, that's the discipline. Sorry, you don't get it. We've told you you can't do it. You can't do it. So those are three quick things that come to me there that I think we can check off the list relatively quickly. The um, But it is normal, too. So to get to the point 
about normalcy. Yeah, she's right. Kids do get really curious. And one thing that should give us relief as parents, and I hope we'll give them her relief as a parent, is that he's not let's say there hasn't been a sexual abuse, which there probably is not, he's not, this isn't sexual for him. For us as adults, the butt is sexual, but for him, it's a body part, you know, and he's gotten a kind of fetish about this body part, but it's not a sexual fetish because he's not sexualized. His brain's not thinking that way. Hmm. It's it's a body part that right. he, he is fetishizing or that he's just focused on, and um, having the camera has exacerbated it, right, because now because then he can just keep doing it. He can keep focusing on it. Um, So, you know, our thing will obviously take this device away and then say, okay, normal body part, you know, don't really, you don't really have to obsess about this normal body part. And he will, it's a phase probably, and he will move on. um, And the family will make some changes about how they do bathing or whatever they're doing. They'll make some changes. uh, And I think the child should move on if these things happen. And he should... Stop doing it. Now, the second part, and I'll end that part if, if there are more questions there, because then we need to deal with, you know, this personality type. Yeah, let, let's let's pause here for a moment. Um, what is it? I, I, I love this that you say it's not sexualized. I think that's such a big relief for parents to hear, um, that their son is not a sexual deviant at age five because he's taking pictures of butts. Uh, right. What, what is it about... Particularly, maybe it's particularly boys. Uh, I'm a boy, so I'm, I'm saying particularly boys. The fascination with butts, uh, the fascination with body parts. Is it because <laughs> we keep telling them they they got to keep them covered up and and don't touch, don't look? Uh, what is it in the brain of a little boy that is so fascinated with a butt? <laughs> well, I, I I wouldn't say that all boys are fascinated with butts, but definitely every child goes mm-hmm. through a phase of being fascinated by the body parts. Okay, and boys and girls, um, you know, can become fascinated by the body parts. This 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 kind of guy who's more who seems flamboyant, extroverted, maybe alpha. Um, this refers to the second part, but you know, with this personality type, he you know who knows? I mean, he's he's looking at this and and in his mind he's trying to figure it all out right he's already trying to figure everything out how everything fits mm-hmm. um and and for whatever reason as to why a butt for him i don't know but for whatever reason you know he's focused on this now and he'll focus on something else at another time um uh and and in terms of body parts themselves yes males males are and I think females too, are very curious at a developmental stage about what the body does. And then males are, you know, they think often quite mechanically. They're, they want to mm. know how it works. Mm-hmm. And, and, and people can say, well, females do too. Yes, they do. But we've talked in previous shows about, about the parts of the male brain that develop a little earlier that are mechanical parts of the brain, spatial mechanicals, you know. And boys are so visual, right? So they, yeah. they look at the butt as a visual and they're looking how it fits in their visual sphere, and their visual register, um, and then and then uh, you know they see s- someone else who's interested in a body part, you know, and then they become interested in the body parts. So, so there will be many many reasons. Um, uh, ultimately, what guys, in terms of the biological imperative, ultimately, you know, there is a male biological imperative that's kind of complex and that has to do with more posturing, with more physicality with showing off more um what your body can do you know ultimately 
males are going to have to show that to be selected. And, um, and it's, we, evolutionary biology has argued this may be another reason that, that like farting and all these things, you know, it's flamboyant. I farted, look at me, I'm posturing. And, um, and it gives them, uh, they think it gives them status. You know, my fart's bigger than yours fart. Your, your butt, I, I, my butt's better than your butt, you know? And so there can be all of that, but it's also unconscious, you know, mm-hmm. at five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not, it's not actually, if he has not been sexually abused, you know, which I don't think he has, it is not worrisome. It's just, he will move to something else at seven, you know, and by, by seven, actually, he'll probably be done with this phase. He's not going to be as obsessed, uh, with a particular body part. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. when he sexualizes his penis, you know, I mean that he's going to become really fascinated with all of that. He is already, but he's going to become really fascinated with all of these things as sexual objects and as sexual functions. And even that is actually, unless he gets addicted to porn or does something, you know, we need to deal with at that time, even that is not really worrisome. It's just part of getting to know his body. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's so helpful just to, to hear that a fascination with a body part at that age is not sexual. I think we get so concerned about that. Uh, in our culture today, so yeah, generally what, not. Yeah, what would we? What signs would there be that this what would be normal isn't normal anymore? Oh, so that he has been sexually He's, abused? Yeah, or or just that his uh, his his interest is not necessarily healthy. It's, it's, there's something that's, you know, when, when she said he's taking pictures of his sister, for example, as a dad, I go, wow. Um, you know, that's just, it, it's a little stunning to me. Is that a bad thing? Is that a normal thing? How do you know when it's not normal anymore? Um, uh, I, there isn't a cardinal rule. Mm-hmm. There isn't, there, there isn't are, a abstract cardinal rule, yeah. but these parents c- can, they clearly don't like it, and they're right not right. to like it. Okay, it has crossed. You know, you take. They're. I'm guessing they're bathing together and all that, right? And so he's he's seeing these body parts, and so he's curious, and he can see that her her body's different than his body, which is really common in families where you have both a boy and a girl, or multiple boys and girls. And if they're bathing together, or there's nudity together. You know, again, it's a normal curiosity. I don't. I don't think he's necessarily doing anything wrong, but because he has this device, right? He's taking these pictures. Okay, mm-hmm. so so you know, I mean, the laws are now such that 
that who knows? I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but who knows? If this nude picture of a three-year-old's body parts get on a phone, you know, is it child porn? I mean, it could be. I don't I don't know, but it's but they're right to worry about this. What I would worry about is the device, not the fact that Okay. He is interested in his sister. That's just incredibly normal. But get rid of this device so he is not taking these pictures. And don't give him a phone. You know, He's five. He should not have a phone or any of these devices. They tried a nice kitty camera on him. No problem with that. But with him, he's abusing the privilege. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get rid of it. And a month or two from now, you know, he'll whine, et cetera. But a month or two from now, he may even forget about it. Mm-hmm. And. And uh, and so what was wrong was not the curiosity. What was wrong, and I think she's identified it as mom, what was wrong was that he took the pictures. Mm-hmm. And that takes care of it. Now, if, if we're worried that he's abnormal, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be that he's going to be trying to play with her. Uh, you know, play with her, her um, uh, labia, etc. He's going to be grabbing at her butt. He's going to be trying to rub himself against her. That's going to indicate that some other modeling has occurred and that he may well have been sexually abused. Um, that Those are the indications of sexual abuse. But taking the picture because you have the camera, I would not see that as in itself um, evidence of sexual abuse. But I do think it's dangerous enough in the present world that we get rid of the technology. Mm-hmm. So now let's uh, let's move to kind of that third issue then. And this has to do with his personality, a bit mm-hmm. defiant. Um, how do they handle that? Yeah, so there, people have heard about the strong-willed child, and you know, I don't know where he fits, but he he may well be that child. And these ultimately, these can become and generally do become incredibly successful people. So there's nothing wrong with him being this way, but the parents are going to end up um, butting heads against him a lot, and it's going to be interesting in the journey. You know, you know, as a parent, how. Some of the stuff that we carry forward from childhood, or almost all of it gets challenged, you know, <laughs> yeah. as we are parents, and it's part of the psychological journey that nature has set up for us. We, we things happen to us or with us as children, and we have tw- kind of a duality that occurs when we raise children. One is we try to model the good stuff, right? And then the other is we're trying to deal with the stuff we didn't like in our childhood or the stuff that didn't work. And they're trying to model, of course, the fact that they didn't get in trouble very much, right? I mean, based on this email, they most must have both been pretty um, more passive, more docile, uh, or just, just you know, quote-unquote good kids. They did what they were told, obedient. This guy is not. So they are going to be challenged. And they mean, these two parents may need to, will need to support each other. They're going to need to be in this together. Um this can't fall on one parent, like this can't all fall on the mom, because she didn't get in trouble. And her son is is has an attention-getting device that he uses. He gets attention by getting in trouble, um, uh, which I glean from the fact that he knows these things are wrong, and he keeps doing them. So he's getting attention. He's begging them for discipline, you know. He is begging them to step out of their own childhood and and realize that he's different than they were, and give him a kind of parenting, which I hope will be bi-strategic and multi-strategic, so that does not fall on one person, um, and various kinds of parenting that are going to rein him in, um, that are, you know, they're going to pick their battles, but 
they're going to rein him in on the things he's doing that are inappropriate and that are going to cause him trouble later in life. In With the context always in their minds that this is how his personality is set up and that he likes to get attention, you know, he likes to get their attention by doing these things. So they are probably going to have to toe some hard lines with him so that he doesn't keep trying to get their attention by doing these things. And that means consequences. They're going to have to say, the first time I tell you not to do something and you do it, that's when the discipline occurs. That's when you go in timeout. Like, I don't just keep telling you and then you keep doing it. And I keep saying, if you do that again, I'm going to, you're going to get in trouble, you know, and then he does it again. And then the parent says, well, if you do that again, you know, okay, that's, that's the second time. The third time you do it, you're going to get in trouble, you know, and then there's a fourth time. Then there's a fifth time. This is a guy who will, with certain battles picked, will probably need the parents um, to just say, that's wrong. We told you not to do it. You did it again. You're in timeout, right? Mm -hmm. So the discipline system is going to probably have to be a little different than what they're used to. And that will be challenging for them because that was not their childhood. Uh, what might, how might she and the sitter uh, strategize for when this boy is uh, at, at his preschool or uh, his daycare? Um, well, I, the only thing I saw was this thing. And if they take the device away, I think this, this thing will be done. Um, that's that's that was the main thing that he was getting in trouble for, uh, wasn't it? Or am I? Am I? Yeah, no, that missing? was it. Yeah, I didn't know if there was there was uh, uh, something else that maybe uh, you know it's kind of hard for the the sitter, so to speak. I'm guessing to you know they have to have their own boundaries and so on. But if she saw a certain behavior, uh, say the camera's taken away and he's still having boys pull their pants down and they're still laughing about butts, what what, what might mom and the sitter do to strategize that issue? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's something they can specifically do. And the mom can come in if, or the dad can come in or a grandpa or, you know, I would say bring another adult in, um, uh, one day a week, let's say, get, get some other personnel in, or if they're, well, no, this is, this is just the mom, just the sitter mom. So, um, I was going to say if there's an aide, but there isn't, uh, someone else who's, who's really focusing on it, you know, and is 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 helping specifically to mentor this boy. Um, that is a structural thing they can do. Um, but the sitter, if that isn't available, the sitter can um, uh, for this boy will probably have to be a, a little stronger or more authoritative, you know, mm -hmm. in certain instances. But see, I think it's very possible that this boy is not doing very many things in childcare that are getting him in trouble. He did do this, this one thing because he had the camera. And mm -hmm. so he took his curiosity to the childcare facility or the home, the childcare home. And so it transferred. But I, very often, kids who are d trying to get attention from the parents and who are sort of trying to get the parents to alter their discipline system right the in in the um in the childcare environment there's all these other peers and there's all this sort of unconscious peer mentoring that's going on and co-regulation and behavior management that each other is doing to each other mm -hmm. um and and it's all happens in school like parents will say well my kid is so 
you know, badly behaved. And they call the teacher and the teacher says, well, no, no not at school, you know, because these are different environments and yep. the psychology works differently. And I, I suspect that this kid is not, or at least from this email, it does not appear this kid does a lot of these things at school. And, and that he, however, he is getting in trouble or wanting to get in trouble at home. And, um, but if I'm wrong there, let's say he is also getting in trouble a lot in school. The way to approach it psychologically is talk to the teacher also about it. The concept that I have a strong-willed child, this strong-willed child is getting attention by getting in trouble. And what, what we want to do is nip that in the bud early and not give a lot of chances. And, and you know, not for everything. I mean, a kid's curiosity about other kids or kids wrestling with other kids or, you know, things that are normal, okay, they're normal. But the things that we know are wrong, and we've agreed on these five things he's doing that, you know, we all agree are wrong. He can't do that. He can't bite this other kid. He can't, you know, ABC. We've agreed on those as parents and teachers. So those are the battles we pick. Those are the ones that he has a consequence right away. And, gra- and we're gradually retraining him. So uh, j- just to kind of s- summarize, um, taking the, the camera away should help, but does she still have those conversations with her son? Mom and dad have conversations with the son and say it is not appropriate, whatever words you use for a five-year-old, to ask other kids to pull their pants down. Absolutely. Yeah, they're all, yep. I'm sure they've already had that conversation. Yep. They are absolutely, you know, kids need repetition. They're going to keep repeating that. Um, they should keep repeating it. If he becomes in, invested in penises or something else or mm-hmm. vaginas or whatever it is, you know, they they will keep having the conversation. These are normal body parts. Uh, you know, they each have a function. It's, you're curious about it. We understand your curiosity. And here are the boundaries. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't mm-hmm. do this. These are private parts. You can't do this. You can't. And then, you know, it's, that's repetitive. And yes, mm-hmm. they'll keep doing that. And he will he will learn. Uh, and and I, I'm guessing there's there's something about the, um, you know, don't take the cookie from the cookie jar, and then all you can think about is taking the cookie from the cookie jar. Uh, how do they, how do they demystify the body parts for the boy, or is that just impossible? Um, well, he's not going to be as interested in the cookie if their if their discipline system kicks in. And, okay. and he's getting in trouble for doing that specific thing. Got it. If that specific thing is, um, uh, uh, well, he never touched his sister, but I have to use an example, touching your sister. Okay, that's he's not going to do that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, pretty quickly. And and um, uh, But I just think taking this camera away and not giving him a device is going to solve a lot of this particular thing. Yeah. Um, in terms of the cookie jar, yeah, he, I mean, this is part of his personality. He is cu- clearly curious. He pushes mm-hmm. the boundaries. I don't think, I think in life, most of what he does is not going to be sexual. She just happened to bring up something that people could yeah. think of as sexual. I think he's going to actually be doing these things with this family that have to do with jumping off roofs and <laughs> skateboarding. And, you know, I mean, I just think he's going to do all sorts of things in their lives that they're going to say no to. And he's going to push at him, mm-hmm. and and he's going to end up successful. Yep. Uh, yep. But they just they're going to need some help being bi strategic and multi strategic because of that that childhood of theirs. You know, they it sounds like had a much easier time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 you know, for me, the big takeaway, and there's so much good stuff here, was was that his interest in butts is not sexual, and and that's what we get so concerned about. 
uh, in our culture today, and uh, a lot of it's normal. Uh, and maybe the bigger issue here is just his particular personality, and and you've outlined some great strategies for them on how to begin to deal with that. So, Michael, I appreciate it as always. Well, I thank you, and I, I hope I fully understood this question, but I, I, I am not as worried as this mom is. Good. Well, hopefully mom will feel a little better. And, and by the way, I'll just say, I think she got a lot of encouragement uh, from other parents as well, saying it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Uh, my kids did the same or this or that. And, yeah. and so it was very, very supportive. And that's why we encourage you, if you haven't joined our Facebook page, please do our Facebook group and um, just do a search, Wonder Parenting. Hit join, and we'll let you in, and you can have at it. All right, Michael, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Tim. Thanks, everyone. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.